the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening to 98.9 The Answer. I am Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley. And if you want to help him and uh, come alongside him in this cancer battle, you can go to BruceHooley.com. That's BruceHooley.com. He's got some great blogs on there. He's got some uh, photos so you can see what's going on. Uh, and uh, you can learn more about what is uh, what is happening with him. BruceHooley.com is the site. And I uh, just saw this. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. I thought, I thought that he had ruled out running for uh, for speaker again, but he doesn't rule that out. Uh, according to Fox News, he said that, um, he told Hugh Hewitt, look, the conference has to make that decision. I'm still a member. I'm still going to continue to fight and act. I know what it means to have a strong America and a strong relationship with Israel. He says that uh, this is a time for strength. This is a time to stand together. This is a time for Congress to speak as one voice. So, We'll see what happens there, but uh, I know Jim Jordan is uh, looking to uh, get that gig as well as uh, Steve Scalise. Uh, so he'll have some competition in getting that job. But uh, fifteen to like, was it like fifteen or sixteen times that the, uh, the voting had to go to get him in? It's like that. At, at what point? At what point in the voting process? You're like, nah. You know, it's like it's like how many times? How how? Desperate are you to get the job if you have to go that many times? But we got this, uh, Jack Phillips. You might recognize the name. He is the uh, Christian baker who refused to make a cake for a gay wedding. Christian baker now faces a new lawsuit over gender transition cake after Supreme Court ruling. So the Colorado Supreme Court has agreed to hear the case against Jack Phillips, and he's sounding pretty optimistic about this, so that's that's nice. He says he hopes that this is the light at the end of a tunnel after more than 11 years in court. So uh, in 2018, the Supreme Court, they ruled that the state of Colorado was hostile to uh, Jack Phillips' Christian beliefs and that the government can't force anyone to make custom works of art that communicate a message that's the opposite of what they believe. So uh, soon after that uh, that uh, went down, he had a second lawsuit, and this is in Colorado, and uh, this is a result of an individual coming in saying, "I would like a gender transition cake made." So isn't that nice? You got it's, it's almost like uh, wild animals. You, you you have a little bit of uh, blood, somebody, uh, you know, a little bit of blood in the water, they start sniffing around and uh, seeing what they can get against this guy. But uh, Godspeed to him, stand tall, and uh, may the truth prevail with that situation with uh, Jack Phillips and the Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado. I mean, and I just, and this this is a case of, of a guy standing and saying, you know what, no, I'm not going to... Uh, 
I'm not going to go and uh, bow to the mob. I'm not going to go and uh, stop doing what I'm doing just because it may offend some people. It may hurt some people. Um, and I've never seen a thing that uh, that uh, leads me to believe this guy is doing uh, anything overtly offensive. It's it's just some, he's just existing. He's just doing his job, and and that offends people. So it's also. Um, something to be aware of that could uh, come our way, and may we stand tall when situations like that possibly come our way. But with all the news, with everything going on, I think one of the things I want to do, too, is realize that uh, there are some funny things happening. We do got to lighten things up a little bit. I found this story that I, uh, I, just, I just wanted to, uh, to, to, to bring up. So... Uh, there's a monkey in Indianapolis named Momo, and uh, this monkey was on the loose, and Indianapolis's Metropolitan Police Department said that this uh, monkey escaped from his owner's home. Now, uh, the law in Indianapolis does say that the, uh, the folks there can own, quote-unquote, wild or dangerous animals, but uh, they need to be registered with Animal Care Services, which, you know, I can understand, you know, kind of makes sense. So uh, Momo's owner reported uh, back in July uh, in a Facebook post that the, uh, the chimp had uh, escaped but eventually was uh, back home safe after that July incident. But uh, Momo's out again. And apparently this time uh, police uh, said that uh, a neighbor said that this monkey Momo was seen drinking a beer out of a garbage can. So look out, Indianapolis. You have got uh, a wild chimp on the loose who is, I wonder, I just wonder, did, was, was the monkey drinking Bud Light? I just, I may, maybe the monkey went over and uh, saw Bud Light, threw it out, and uh, went for a Coors instead. Oh, okay. So, yes, uh, we'll have to see what happens there. I need to find this because this just came out a couple of days ago. So I got to see, is Momo okay? Maybe the monkey passed as a result of drinking Bud Light. Uh, we will uh, see what happens with that story. So some uh, music headlines here as uh, we roll on through the Bruce Hooley Show here at 98.9 The Answer. Now, I know there's going to be some people like, oh, you know, him. But uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, he has got a, a health update. He is uh, doing much better after his diagnosis with peptic ulcer disease. This is a, a, a tour. He was supposed to stop in Columbus, I think, I think it's been rescheduled. It's re- yeah, been rescheduled twice. Once because of an undiagnosed illness, and then he had to uh, cancel a series of shows for the rest of his tour uh, because of this peptic ulcer disease, which uh, can cause heartburn, nausea, and things uh, like stomach pain. So all the best to him as he recovers. And uh, the show is actually rescheduled for uh, April. I believe it is April twenty first that uh, Bruce will be back in town. Uh, to do his show because they actually had the stage and everything set up and they had to cancel uh, the initial show last minute. And a band that I would like to see uh, and that I hope they do go on tour is uh, ACDC. So some good news. Everything's not dismal. We, we, can, we can hang our heads high. ACDC did a show with their singer Brian Johnson uh, in California at a festival called Power Trip. Now uh, Guns N' Roses uh, has a good relationship with the band with ACDC because you remember back in 2016, uh, ACDC had a tour, 79 dates. Axl Rose had to jump in and, and uh, take the lead of uh, lead singer Brian Johnson because he had hearing issues. So I'm not sure. Like I've been trying to find out like 
what's going on here? How is this uh, hearing going on? Are they going to be able to go on tour again? But he is uh, he's seemingly, quite possibly, hopefully, going to be uh, back on the road. Uh, and um, we'll just have to see uh, see what happens there. So Ozzy was going to be, Ozzy Osbourne was actually going to be at the uh, this uh, Power Trip Festival. But it uh, looks like uh, Guns N' Roses was a part of it, too. And uh, ACDC is uh, back rocking and rolling. And, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Well, hopefully uh, we'll see uh, see what happens there. And uh, it looks like if uh, you were thinking about jumping in on the uh, Powerball uh, over the weekend, you still have your shot. And this is what I love. Anytime you look at the total amount of things that you could get, of, of the money you could get, uh, you know, it's like $1.55 billion. That's what it's at now. Uh, well, if you do the lump sum, and this is, this is, I need to do the math here real quickly, and I'm trying to do that right now, but the uh, lump sum would be $1.55 billion, and the uh, cash prize, uh, oh, gee, before tax, if you took the lump sum, it would be $679 million. That's disgusting. So that means, like, if you took the lump sum, uh, the government would be taking about uh, $1 billion of it, which uh, I just, I don't know. The odds of actually winning the Powerball, if you do decide to take part, uh, one in, uh, take a guess, just, just take a wild guess, like, your odds of actually winning the Powerball, uh, Powerball and getting the uh, two bucks you get after taxes are uh, probably going to be uh, pretty slim. Well, you'd be right. One in 292 million. I'll say that again. If you're thinking about doing the Powerball, one in 292 million. So good luck with that. And uh, remember your old pal Vinny here, filling in for Bruce Hooley, if you decide to uh, jump in on the Powerball. We'll get the latest on what's happening in Israel and a few more headlines as well. It's Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley right here on 98.9 The Answer. Coming up on 1 o'clock here on 98.9 The Answer, it's the Bruce Hooley Show. Vince Tornado in for Bruce. Like I said earlier, you got me for the next eight and a half minutes, and then uh, we're going to roll on through the broadcast day here on The Answer. You're going to have tomorrow, you'll have Mr. Jack Windsor in, and I'll be back with you next week with a roundup of what is happening around the world, and certainly... We've got uh, a lot going on, a lot going on with Israel, a lot of information flowing in. And I found this article on ABC6's website that I thought was uh, pretty helpful. And I think that when you have information like this, when you have stories like this, when you have situations like this, no matter big or small, whether it uh, um, impacts you emotionally or not, it's just you, you, you can't make emotional decisions. You can't make knee-jerk decisions. As as terrible and as horrific and as horrifying that the situation is in Israel, I think it's important that uh, we first see things, um, see where things are headed and understand where things are going. So with that being said, there was this article from ABC6 that I found uh, and it talked uh, about this. This was the headline. It said, local Jewish leaders lend help to Israel following Hamas bombing. 
Jewish Columbus, which is an organization here locally, said that the first order of business in responding appropriately to this war in Israel is that it needs assessment. There's a quote from uh, Tilson Stanley, representative from Jewish Columbus. This organization says, uh, quote, earlier today, I was on with those partners who are in Israel. We actually heard the sirens in the background going off. They are so committed to helping that they are putting themselves in danger. We're looking on what that looks like right now. So they're going to figure out what the needs are, and then you can respond appropriately. Because I think oftentimes, unfortunately, with the uh, age in which we live, you have people who are uh, wanting to take financial advantage of the generosity of so many folks. And praise God, it's a great thing that people want to do that. But it's important to uh, take a stand back and uh, and and make sure that uh, whatever you decide to donate does go to the right sources. And I think it's also important to uh, uh, not make emotional decisions, make rational decisions. But on top of that is to look at organizations that uh, have an established history of uh, supplying aid and other uh, other things to uh, to Israel. So uh, Julie Tilson Stanley, she is the president of Jewish Columbus. Another quote from her from this article says, "I was uh, talking with one this morning, an individual who lives with uh, who lives in Tel Aviv and is in a bomb shelter with her five month old baby. She said to me, what's coming out and what we're seeing from our friends is even more horrific than what we're seeing right now in the media.'" Board Chair for Jewish Columbus, Liz Safran, Liz Shafran says, hostages, hostages are not just Israeli soldiers. Hostages are families, young children. They're being taken from their home. So certainly a, a thing where when you see stories like this, it, it gives you great, great pause to just sit there and, and almost be, almost be just, arrested by the fear of a situation like this. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it or or your reaction to it, but one thing that we can't do when faced with any kind of resistance or terrifying or scary situation, um, we have to be motivated to action, but the appropriate, the appropriate, uh, the appropriate action at the right time. And that, that time will come, and we will see more of that. I know that there are organizations out there already. I just checked my email during the break, and there are already good organizations out there who are saying that uh, we're here to help. But uh, with the volatile situation that it is, it's important just to uh, take a step back and, uh, again, like I said, just make sure that you are responding in the appropriate way. So some questions as a result of uh, what is happening in Israel is uh, how big is it going to get, and uh, how, how long can this thing go? You know, how how much could, how much damage could this do? And I think it's important to not dwell on the unknowns of situations and, and, and battles, no matter what you face in life, whether it be a war like this or, you know, a conflict within your family, whatever it is. Focus on what we do know and focus on what you can do. So we don't know, you know, how long or how big or something like this is going to go. But I do think it's important that uh, we make sure that we observe this situation clearly and we don't consume too much of what is happening there. And again, whatever too much is remains to be to be seen. Whatever too much is, 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 is what I'm saying here is your own judgment call. You have to make sure that 
we are consuming the right information and that and we don't dwell on the horrific nature of this because that's that's not healthy either. There's a fine line between being in the know and realizing what's going on and uh, being obsessed with it because it can be very, very easy. You can do it very quickly following into that. So I guess the other thing that I'm saying here is don't observe obsessively and uh, pray regularly and, uh, and, and act accordingly because when you see situations like this, it's a reminder of several things. It's a reminder that we live in a world that is unstable. We live in a world that has so much conflict going on, probably more than we realize. But thank God that we live in the United States of America, and thank God that we have a God. We have the God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who is the solid rock upon which we stand. And I know that, you know, I don't want to get, I remember my, uh, my grandmother, we called her nanny, God bless her, she would say, you're getting preachy. But I think that uh, when you see situations like this, the response can be fear. The response can be going and observing too much of what's happening. And again, like I said, you gotta, you gotta make that judgment call for yourself. What is, what is your line? But, you know, the Bible does talk about sitting back and uh, not dwelling on things that are unholy, but rather think about things that are pure and righteous and good. But we also shouldn't live in a bubble and ignore everything that is happening on an international or local level. So it is important to remain engaged, to remain involved, and to remain in, in the know. So remember that when you see situations like this, God is there, God is present, even though it may seem like, man, what is going on here? He is there, he's listening, he's aware, and he's close. And I think that's one of the comforting things that I think about. This is almost like a, like a one-way therapy session here. <laughs> but when you see stories like this, I think the, the, the great hope that I have is that God's not terrified. He's not afraid. He's not scared. He knows what he's doing. And uh, this will, for what uh, Romans 8.28 says, It'll work together far good for those who are called according to his purpose. So let's pray to that end. Let's pray that uh, that this situation is resolved quickly, that uh, justice is served, and that uh, it may prevail as well. Also remember, too, we got two important things happening here in Ohio. We've got issue one, issue two. Uh, I believe you can still register to vote. So please, if you're not registered to vote, do get registered to vote. And uh, remember as well that uh, early voting will be starting here in just a few days. So stay engaged, stay informed, don't be obsessed, watch how much of the news you're you're, you're ingesting, and uh, live your life rock and roll. Know that God's on the throne, He's in charge, and uh, we don't have to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow's going to take care of itself. Tomorrow you got Jack Windsor, I'll be in next week, Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley. See you next time right here on 989 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.